With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. This afternoon we are looking at the New York football giants. With me is Chris Rigoni. What's going on, Dolph fans? And Louis Rigoni. Hello, Dolph fans. Over the Monday blues, right? <laughs> well, you're over it. Chris may not be. Chris, what'd you think of the game? <laughs> it was a hard one to watch. Uh, defense definitely didn't come to play. Didn't come to tackle. They didn't come to do anything, really. I mean, that was not a good showing on our defense. Our offense, same thing. There was a lot left on the field. We drove the ball pretty well against them, but the turnovers and the penalties, I mean, just just not good enough to beat a team like I Buffalo. I think the crowd noise was affecting them, too. Yeah. I mean, we'll start off on the offensive line. Having Williams and then Armstead go out in the second quarter, I'm, it's it's hard to beat a team like that. So yeah, you, I mean, can't, we, you can't have a bigger drop-off than from Williams to Eichenberg. Absolutely. And the numbers show that. Yeah. Um, I mean – uh, A-Chain or A-Chan ran the ball pretty good. I would say that's probably our biggest thing on offense that was working for us. But other than that, it just – it was just weird to see last year um, compared to last year. When we played them, we gave up some yards and some uh, points last year, but you didn't see the physicality that you saw last year when we played them, and that's what was alarming to me. Last year we came out hitting them. We were getting the – Josh Allen putting him on the ground this this time around it seemed like everything he had was wide open and just not a good game plan by Fangio in that defense yeah it seemed like a very relaxed defense yeah (laughs) now that term Mike I've never heard a relaxed defense (laughs) that's what they look like they were getting ran over you know yeah Yeah, they were they were were relaxed they were just out there relaxing Yeah, they were out there just taking in the you know the nice weather up in Buffalo. That's basically what it did look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing it showed is how much Elliott means to this defense. I mean, before this week, him and Holland have been playing at a very high level, and then the drop off from him to Brandon Jones, it was just, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, big plays. Um, you know, chunk plays for Buffalo. 
you know, it wasn't like they were grinding it out like they had to last year in, in quite a few of our games and um, that we played up against them. It was, it, was, it was rough to watch. I mean, you know, they were just it, – it, it just came way too easy. I said it on Monday. I'll say it again today. Just way too easy for them. We made it too, too easy. There's no doubt about that. I mean, <laughs> the game really wasn't close. I mean, we, you know, we, we started the game and then they almost immediately took, you know, uh, possession of the ball and scored. Uh, now we, we kept it close, you know, until 14 all, but then the, you know, the floodgates opened and, uh, the game was pretty much over. Yeah. Discouraging, but discouraging. It's one of, it's, it's one of 17. We must move forward. Yeah, but yes. we play them again, and hopefully when we play them at the end of the year, we'll have a couple of our guys back, and the defense will have some more reps under this new scheme that we're running. So Exactly. It's not the end of the world, but definitely not a good showing. I need to – we need to figure out what the scheme is because, I, you know, I don't know what the identity of this football team is right now on the defensive side. So that's the thing. I'm just trying to, as I'm watching games, I'm trying to figure out exactly what they're doing out there. They're and generally rushing four. Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, it, it's generally a four man rush, Mike. And to me, you know, there's, there's, I guess, uh, zone coverage, I think the majority yep. of the time, but, you know, guys are wide open. You know, I mean, there, there's receivers when we're playing teams that are open down the field. And, you know. It, because of the crowd noise, Coach McDaniel said there was a lot of communication issues. So, you know, some of that has something to do with it. But uh, I, I think some of that is, you know, trying to change the narrative of what happened on the field. And they just they just were not prepared. They didn't play well. Yeah, I mean, but you got to expect that. I mean, you're not going into a church to play a football game. You're going into Buffalo. I mean. How are you not prepared for that? You know, don't, just, just know. you know, hand signals to each other in the secondary. I mean, you know, th- to me, that's nothing but a, a horseshit excuse. You know, that's, I mean, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't sit there. I mean, if I'm McDaniel, I that those words aren't even coming out of my mouth. I, I, I didn't know that he mentioned he, he 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 made that comment, Mike. But, you know, when you sit there and make an excuse like that. I mean, you know, you're going to Buffalo, like I said. You go to New York, and you're going to see the same thing with the Jets. I mean, the crowd's going to be jacked up. When they go to Philly, it's going to be the same situation. I mean, you know, if you're not prepared for that, then, then, you, then you failed the team, plain well, and simple. He, he took blame for it. He, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't put it on the players. He's, he took blame for it. Well, uh, I think it falls more on Fangio, you know, obviously. I mean, he's, got, he's been around long enough to understand that you know, somehow, some kind of way, these guys have to communicate with, with crowd noise. I mean, that, that, that's Wilkins ridiculous. has been a captain, and he's been here a number of years. I mean, I, I think that, you know, these guys, you know, him and Baker, they need to get that going. That shouldn't even be on the coach. Right. I mean, yeah, but you have to have hand signals, Mike. You have right. to have something in right. place to where if they change a formation in front of you, you ha- number one, you need to be prepared for that during the course of the week. And number two, you have to have a way of signaling to each other, regardless of how crowd, how loud the crowd is, to where you can communicate just by looking at each other and putting, you know, two, you know, two fingers up on one hand, 
and three on another, something to that effect. Or you pointing know? just to who you've got, you know, something, right. something as simple as that. Right. But, it's, you know, the bottom line is whatever they were doing, it wasn't working, and uh, it's hopefully get they get better from it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, real quick, you know, because Chris mentioned A-Chan, you know, there, the, the one positive that I saw come out of the game was the fact that this guy just had another phenomenal game. I just wanted to mention that. And the fact that this guy is averaging over 11 yards a carry. That's crazy. he's got four touchdowns already is just, you know, fantastic. I mean, it looks like we've got a dynamic player there. And, um, you know, Mostert hasn't been a slouch either, you know, up to this point. I mean, he's got six touchdowns. I mean, when was the last time we had 10 touchdowns rushing through four games? I mean, that's, that's insane. Ricky Williams was probably here. <laughs> Ricky Williams, but Mike, I don't know if he ever topped ten touchdowns. Or even when him and no, Ronnie Brown know. were, you know, running the Wildcat. Yeah, because I'm not Ronnie, so, Ronnie shared some of the scores. Yeah, no, but I'm I'm saying that combined they have ten rushing touchdowns. Yeah. I don't know if that combination over four, you know, over four. I don't games know either. We'd have to many. look. I mean, it's 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 you know it it's it's a positive thing. And it, it it does nothing but help Tua even more so, you know, with the passing game, the threat of this running game. Um, you know, even Mostert's averaging over five yards a carry. So they're, they're I mean, doing the, the idea with it, Lewis, is to keep those linebackers where they belong and not having them drop into the middle as they are. Right. You know? Yep. I mean, it's you know, it's it's nice. You know, teams. You know, defenses. I'm sure the Giants are preparing right now. You know, for what we're doing. And, um, you know, McDaniel's going to have to get creative week in and week out because, you know, the, it's going to catch up to them. You know, defenses are going to try to do things to stop us. But, you know, with the amount of speed that we have, it's, it's, an, awful t- it's an awful tough task. You know, it's, regardless, it's execution, you know, um, in the end that basically makes you successful because teams know it's coming at you, but you still can't do anything about it. So right. we're, we're in a good spot right now. You're both going to the game Sunday. And yes. uh, I wanted to ask you a question regarding that. Um, I know when I go to a game, I focus on something specific and I, and I try and pay attention to that most of the game. Uh, what will you be looking for Sunday? You want to go first? Go ahead, Chris. You go. I'm going to be looking for our defense to bounce back. Our offense, I think we should be fine as long as we get Williams back. They do have a really good defensive front. But other than that, I think our offense will be fine. We'll bounce back. But our defense, we have to see them dominate. We need to see them get that confidence back in them. I saw a report that Elliott's supposed to be coming back to practice today. So that's big. Uh, Needham also. They said we'll be practicing today, so that's big. Wow, that but, is um, big. Yep, and Robert Jones as well. They said uh, so. They're all coming off IR except Jeff Wilson. They said Jeff Wilson, I guess, is not ready at this particular moment. But um, the defense just needs to dominate. I want to see some touchdowns. I want to see some sacks, interceptions. We got to make Daniel Jones's life a living hell down there in Miami. That's what I'm going to be looking forward to. What are they saying about Phillips, Chris? Did you mention him? Phillips, I don't think that they they uh, there's said no that. update on him as no. of yet. And then Armstead as well. They said that 
they haven't decided to put him on IR that he's doing better, but still okay, going to be um, still going to be out for a couple weeks. Gotcha. I expect all these guys coming off the PUP to be out a couple of weeks because I think it takes a couple of weeks of practice to get up to speed. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. It's good that uh, you know Needham's back at practice. That's a that's a that's a big and Elliot just the same. I mean, the secondary can use some help. Um, in regard to your question, Mike, as far as what I'm looking for, yeah, one thing, not not the, not everything. What's the, the first? Most, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you the first and foremost thing I look for are New York Giant fans to throw my bag of peanuts at because I will be sneaking a bag of peanuts in, and then they will be getting pelted over the course of the game anytime they stand up in front of me. Um, so if you he's not just, lying, by the way. <laughs> if if you want to just leave, no, I'm not lying. If you just leave it at that. Um, if you want to just one thing, that's that's the one thing I'm looking for. First and foremost, I don't want to see Giant fans standing up and cheering in front of me. And if they do, in fact, do it, then they're going to be getting a hit in the back of the head with peanut shells the whole game. Now, um, on you know on the serious side of it, um, you know I, I just want them to bounce back and be crisp on both sides of the football, and that's what I'm looking for. I mean, you know. Last year, we kind of, we had a bad game and then, you know, we kind of had another bad game. You know, we didn't really follow it up near the end of the season with, with, with a really good football game. It kind of just went backwards. So yeah, we had five losses and the one we won was in overtime. And, and you know what, Mike, it wasn't only the losses. It was the way we were losing. Sure. You know, we weren't losing. It, it, they were just ugly. They were ugly football games being played on both sides, sometimes one side. I mean, they, they never got For whatever reason, Tua went into a slump and he just wasn't, you know, he wasn't sharp. Tua, the defense at times, you yeah. know, just failed us late in games, giving up big chunk plays, big touchdown plays, long touchdowns. I mean, so it was a combination. The coaching was absolutely hor- horrible. The um, the execution was bad, ton of penalties. So what you want is a real bounce back game. You know, this is a football team that we are superior to that we're playing on Sunday, as far as ten, I'm concerned. Ten and a half point favorites. Ten and a half point Vegas favorites. Vegas agrees with you. Right. Um, but, you know, regardless of Vegas, you know, when you look at the Giants on paper and you look at us on paper and you look at what's transpired up to this point in the season, you know, you, you've got to go out there and, and you got to dominate. You know, you have to go out there and just pound this team and get that confidence back going forward. And that's what you want to see. I mean, I don't want to see it, you know, a 24 21 game. You know, I want to see them go out there and, and play like the roster that we have should play, not like the way we played last week. It was just, you know, it just wasn't. A good showing, and they've got to go out and they've got to bounce back. So that's what I'm looking for. Just you know, or a domination out there. You know, just going out there and kicking their asses like we should. Home right, field. So the one thing you're looking for is domination. Absolutely. Gotcha. That's the word of the day. We'll go back to the words of the day. The word of the day is dominance. <laughs> I thought it was domination. Chris, it could be either. Yes, sir. Tell us about how Miami's offense is going to attack the Giant defense. Where are they weak? 
They are weak in their defensive backs and their linebackers, I would say. Like I mentioned a little bit earlier, their defensive line, they got some studs. They got Dexter Lawrence playing the nose tackle, Leonard Williams on one defensive end. They got Kayvon Thibodeau, the second-year guy, coming off the edge. So they got some guys. I I think that we're going to come out running the ball. I think you're going to see a really run-heavy um Probably to slow the rush. I would agree with that. Yep. And then uh, we'll we'll slowly see them doing some play action and throwing the ball too. I mean, Mike McDaniel can't seem to get away from throwing, so I don't know if we're going to be super run heavy in that first quarter, but I expect us to come out and punch them in the mouth. Yeah. Did we did we play them last year or was it the year prior that it we was played th- them? Three years ago. Yeah, it was a couple was it? years. Yeah, wow. it was a couple years I, back. I remember us dinking and dunking on them the whole game, and it was kind of a tight game that we played uh, against them. Giants play us well over the years. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I think you're going to see much of the same. I don't think you're going to see them uh, mix it up. You know, much more than they have. I mean. You know, you don't want to show anything going forward that's over the top different against a team like this. I think yeah. that if you, you know, if you go out and do a lot of what you've been doing, and the same and, with Carolina, and you execute it exactly, you know, maybe when you go up to Philly, you know, in a few weeks, and and yeah. um, you know, you play that type of football team, you throw some new wrinkles in. But I think that you know, you just go out and if you execute, you know, with with the talent that we have, we should be fine. Yeah. And let's take a break. All right. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Uh, When we get back, it'll be Chris's turn. All right, Chris, give it your best shot. So on the defensive side, we got to see – I know they have a couple of their offensive linemen coming back in, it looks like. Of course. Because they gave up 11 sacks last week, so – I think the first thing we have to dominate them in the trenches. We got to see Wilkins have a huge game. I want to see Chubb coming off the end. Van Ginkle, who's been playing phenomenal, to continue to up his play. But another thing that I'm really going to be watching, maybe not at the game, but as I watch it for the second time on the computer, because it's a little bit hard to gauge everything when you're actually at the game watching it. But I want to sure. see, I want to see how Jerome Baker comes back. Because last week, I feel like he had a rough game. I mean, not only just him, but the other fellow as well. I think you said it. Yeah, you said it in the last podcast when they were targeted. They were like seven for seven. And those guys really need to step up because that's such a huge part of the defense is those guys at that middle linebacker position. I think Kohu will have a bounce back game. Um, if, if Barkley is coming back this week, the first thing we have to do is stop that rush. If we can stop him from getting any big plays or even gaining any type of momentum, they're going to be in for a long day because they have Waller, who's pretty good tight end, but they're guys on the outside. They just don't really have much. They're not so, happy with Waller. Yeah, I'm sure he's not happy with them either. <laughs> yeah. I think he only had a couple targets the other night and i have him in my fantasy team so i'm not happy with him as well <laughs> yeah he's I mean, getting I, targeted on average five six times a game so i mean you know i don't know yeah what, but he's their number one option so you want to see that go up to about 10 times a game if they mm-hmm. had other guys on the outside that were actually 
putting fear into defenses, then, yeah, I mean, I get it, five, six targets for a tight end. But, I mean, he's their number one option. So, maybe we see them this week try to go after the middle of our field, like much like the Bills did last week. Go ahead, Mike. What are you going to say? I'm looking at their offensive line, the Giants I'm talking about. Right. And uh, not one of them has a grade above uh, 49. I'm sorry, 50. Even the starters, right. Yeah, all of them. They're all in orange. Yeah, because yeah. their two tackles were both first-round picks. Yeah, they're just not playing up to par. I mean, you know, like Chris said, I mean, if you don't go out and and dominate this offensive line, then, guys, we're going to have problems going forward. It's that simple. I mean, this is an offensive line that you should be able to control. Hopefully we have Phillips back, but even without Phillips this week, you know, this may be a week – if he's not completely healthy, the way you just keep him out another week. Because, yep. again, I think you can get by against this offensive line with, you know, with our other personnel. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to rush him back, not on this given week. You know, if anything, we would have, you know, obviously had him back last week if he was capable. But this week, I think you can get by without him. Um you know, as Chris mentioned, same thing. You know, Barkley is the key here. If they don't have Barkley on the field, and I expect them to play, but if they don't, then there's nothing, nothing that you need to be scared about on this team. You well, know, they expect them to play also. And the only other player on their offense that's worth mentioning is um, Robinson. Uh, Wendell Wandale. Robinson? Yeah, yep. he's- He's He's a pretty solid player. He's no digs, Mike. There's no digs on this football. No, no, no. All I'm saying, though, is that, that, uh, you know, he's doing very well. He's got a 73 grade. And, uh, Uh you know, as I look across their offense, uh, aside from Barkley, he's he's the guy you might want to pay attention to. He'll be in the slot. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, here's the other factor. And this is is something – we, we definitely have a problem with, guys, and, you know, it needs to be discussed. Daniel Jones may very well be one of the best running quarterbacks in the league. And big guy. He's a big guy. We, he's a big guy, and he can run. And once he gets an open field, he, he doesn't quit. I mean, he, he continues to run. He'll run past you. He'll juke you. Um, we have a serious problem with – bringing guys down and just allowing quarterbacks to escape over and over and over again out of our pocket. What you want is one of those inside linebackers to be able to shadow him, but that's not going to happen. Well, somebody, I think, almost on this given week, you almost have to. Yeah, and you can afford to as well. Yeah, the secondary has to be able to control their receivers without – Who do you put on them? Who are you you shadowing them with? Possibly Van Ginkle. I mean, you know, it. I don't think it should be Baker or Long. Um, I think that you need a guy with maybe a little bit more speed. Then you're um, affecting your pass rush. You know, maybe you put it. Maybe you put a third corner out there. I mean, a third safety, and you have Brandon Jones on the field instead of one of the linebackers. Yeah, Mike. I like. I like that better because you um, can blitz him. Yeah. yeah, you can blitz him. You can do a few different things. I mean. You know, and and this is the thing about, you know, Fangio up to this point is that, you know, maybe it's because he hasn't had his complete personnel. You know, obviously, if Elliott comes back, you know, maybe that frees up Brandon Jones to be in that position. And I think it's a smart thing to do because 
Daniel Jones, if if this team is going to be successful against us, it, it means him running the football and running the football a lot on broken plays and them just, you know, moving the chains. Um, because, you know, in their base offense, guys, um, they're going to struggle. You know, I'm more concerned with him running out of the pocket, which is something that Seattle did not allow him to do last week. I mean, there was immediate pressure and he was on his ass before he can even blink. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't want him being able to escape. They were, they did a phenomenal job on just getting him and bringing him down before he you know, he could get out of the pocket and make plays. And, and we basically have to do the same thing. If we allow him to do what he does best, you know, it, 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 it'll mean some problems for us on the defensive side. So they've got to they've tighten him up. Um, you know, Barkley, I think that they'll be able to control uh, regardless of whether he's back or not because I'm sure they're going to be keying on him. They're going to have a lot of guys in the box. Mm-hmm. All right. Any last words, Chris? Uh, Mike McDaniel just came out and said that he's hopeful that Phillips will play this week, but he also said that if he's not up to it, that they don't want to risk any further injury. So, but yeah, he said so he's he, hopeful he basically he'll play. said nothing. <laughs> um, right? He said that. I guess they commented on Uzukama's injury. It was a neck injury. Right. He right. said, "I don't think it'll be season-ending." But we're steadily getting to the bottom of it. I don't know the timeline. That's what he quote unquote said. So yeah, that's, that's interesting because I didn't think it was that serious of an injury because I don't even think it was reported what actually happened. So no, they said it happened off off uh, facility. So maybe he was training at home or whatever, or something, yeah. or working out or something. I said yeah. it before we got on. I said it was a neck, you know, yeah. and then something. I don't remember what I don't know, but the bottom line is is that um, you know with him and uh, you know Craycraft being out, guys, you know we're starting to get a little thin. We can't afford to lose another guy. You know, yeah. I mean these are two guys that were pretty much active week in and week out. Well, they, to they start did sign the a receiver to the uh, practice squad today. And who yeah, was that, Mike? Freddie Swain. Yep, Freddie Swain. Didn't we have him? Yes, um, we did during yes, the preseason. Did. Yep. All right, Freddie. Where's Preston Williams these days, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Probably where's working t- out with the USFL. Where's T.Y. Hilton? Ah, is he on a roster somewhere? I like that guy. No, I don't he, care how old he is. They, well, they had him come on the Cowboys later on in the season. And he was productive. A little bit. I mean, nothing yeah, crazy. You know, well, you know, all we need is a little bit. We got our main guys. We just need a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, and then All he right. also well, said I like, that, I like uh, the Dolphins to win this game 24 to 10. That's it? 24, Mike? Yep. That's all you got? That's all I got. That's all you got. Go ahead, Chris. I'll go I'll last. Say, I'll say 31 to 10. I think our offense will bounce back in a big way. You just want to top me. That's not fair. <laughs> Listen, 38, five touchdowns, one field goal, 38-13. That's my score. Maybe 38-20 if the Giants score late. Our defense still isn't there. But I, I expect us to put 38 points on the board, guys. I really do. I mean, this isn't the Buffalo. Listen, we had an opportunity to put well over 30 points up against Buffalo. We just made mistakes. Yep. And that's a really good defense. 
uh, at home against this defense, 38 points. Minimum. I just, I just hope everybody's paying attention because when we, we do these predictions, we do them well. Now, last week was an exception. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we all picked the Bills to lose. Yeah. So, you know, our, that week was kind of like their week. You know, we just we just didn't get the job done. But we're going to focus on what we're talking about. And uh, you got the information. So, hopefully the uh, Giants uh, go home. Man, it's a long flight. And they're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be happy, Mike. Because I'll tell you one thing, if we somehow lose this football game, all hell's going to break loose in that stadium come Sunday, <laughs> especially with me and Chris there. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not going to be pretty. Don't throw peanuts at McDaniel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about McDaniel. I'm more worried about the guy that's uh, up in the booth there, the guy that's coaching the opposite side of the team, because that's well, the only way we're losing this game. If you can hit him, that's extra points. Yep. Yep. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, joining me this afternoon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Looking forward to the game this weekend. And uh, until then, fins up. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, Fin fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right, until next week, be well and take care. Network.